I'm woke and tired. I'm Chelsea. I'm Miranda. And today we're going to talk about the time we went to private school at Webb School of Knoxville. (laughs) What a time. (laughs) Yeah, we both started at like the only secular private school in our area in eighth grade. And we both have very similar reasons for doing so. Where I was at, I think a better off, more well-funded public school than you were. But the funding was spread out in a way that wasn't advantageous to certain students who weren't the majority in the more middle class tax bracket that most of their students were in. Um, So I wanted to leave. And I had known somebody who had gone to web before because Josie went to Cedar Bluff Um. Elementary School. So I knew her and I knew that's where she had gone to school. And I was like, and I got interested. I was like, let's go see what it's about. We went to an open house or something. Josie was there. I remember it was like it was the first time we had seen each other since fifth grade. It was like a little reunion. It was really cute. Mm. Um, and I ended up going the next year because I was like, I have to go here. I remember thinking like, if I don't go here, I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. I can't be in this one school and I know this is a possibility. Yeah, I think and definitely the resources had to deal with that. But I think really for my one of my reasons for coming so I definitely went to web because and the issue that often exists in majority um, like minority schools is that how they discipline kids is the extreme like you're gonna have the police call for minor things and stuff like that and I always felt that that was a really an issue like even seven sixth grade me who was not like progressive it was not forward pushing was like the fact that someone was caught in the bathroom marijuana not a big deal (laughs) um because i was just like that's it he didn't hurt anyone okay but was sent to was expelled from the school was sent to you know the alternative schools and i remember thinking uh, maybe he is addicted to some other drugs i think other drugs were like a part of the problem and not like just the marijuana but i was just like maybe he is that means he needs help like why are we then penalizing him and then taking him away from Mm -hmm. the school he's in currently and that was something that was usual and something i thought was like typical and i didn't know until later that this was not is that we were continually searched for weapons and drugs Mm -hmm. routinely throughout the year oh yeah we did um it wasn't routine, but once a year, it was a random search day where you just show up and there were just cops. Yeah, it was, out. it was more than once <laughs> in high school. Once. Um, Maybe twice, I don't remember. But it was like multiple times. Also, why was I always the person picked out? L- literally, if you could see me, I'm 5'2", 100 pounds, female. And it was crazy that I was like always the person picked out for it. Like always. And I was like, I thought it was supposed to be random. Like, bitch, how every single time I'm getting picked for this. And the amount of suspensions I thought were, like, ridiculous. And it was just crazy. And it wasn't a good learning place. And I really felt like a lot of people didn't care. And even a lot of teachers, even well-meaning teachers, Mm because I think I did have one 
my sixth grade year she was a white woman did not know what the fuck to do with people of color who were poor mm-hmm. did not know what to do with that and i definitely think there are only certain type of people who can teach minority students i genuinely do feel like that teachers not always have to be minority i've definitely had good ass um white teachers who understood Rocliffe being one of them i actually genuinely like did she not say some crazy stuff sometimes yeah but whatever like but overall she understood she understood that plight and i think as we went through high school i saw her evolution and definitely like knowing that you're some of your students are in a financial situation that they can't visit their schools and that they should be able to visit their schools Mm -hmm. and that taking upon yourself to like drive that kid to the school also it was her alma mater so you know she wanted me to go (laughs) she knew i was having like conflicts at home because i just had a lot of issues with my mom my senior year like my mom was in a dark place which put the whole house in a dark place and she was like you know you can come over to my house whenever you want dude i did not know that but that's interesting. I miss her. I need to get back to her on Instagram. I got a job, and it's just my life is. Yeah, I crazy. need to get back to someone too, honestly. But yeah, stuff like that. Also, she was, I think, one of the few per- teachers at Web who really understood my anxiety, mm-hmm. actually, and that it wasn't just about grades. Like I, yeah, I'm. I'm I realize like I'm a Type A personality obsessive person, which means on some level. I will always be anxious because that's honestly how I function. But she recognized that, like, no, like, that being in your situation of, like, poverty mm-hmm. was definitely causing a lot of it, right? Like, into the extremes that it was going, me having panic attacks all the time, mm-hmm. not normal. <laughs> so she understood that and even like made a big deal talking to my mom saying like she definitely needs to go see a therapist like this isn't gonna go away and she needs to go see someone about that and just like talking to me about that and definitely trying to connect me with you know therapists in the area because but she cared that much she realized like no 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 i'm not gonna let you fall through the cracks because i can tell you right now if i didn't go to therapy that would have been bad Mm -hmm. if i had never gone during high school so and that would have been a problem that a lot of people didn't recognize or didn't say anything about and i'm like come on you really were just gonna let that happen like everyone could see that was a problem but yet no one was really doing anything about it Mm -hmm. so but yeah resources definitely were an issue with public school but i think with this one so yeah we really wanted to talk about going to a private school and what that did to us, mm-hmm. our experience, the good and the bad. Because, I mean, it wasn't all bad, but mm, there was some bad there. But, yeah. I think, I guess my point in talking about this is to talk about, I grew up basically being told, I just, I, like, basically wasn't allowed to be like my parents. Or, like, other people in my family like, don't go to college, you know, they work kind of, like, not good jobs is what we would call them both Mm -hmm. my parents like restaurant managers and stuff it's like they make money like they were we were okay for most of the time but it's definitely not like anything they wanted to do Mm -hmm. Uh, my dad wanted to be an engineer and uh i mean my mom became a mom at 16 she was like i she didn't have a fucking clue what she wanted to do with her life career-wise until she was in her 30s um and she's still figuring that shit out. 
but um oh okay so basically they were like you're going to college you're getting a better mm-hmm. job and you will make money so kind of just instilling this whole education as the key to m- a good job making decent money yeah where you don't have to worry and so i internalized that and that was my only goal yeah like for a lot a lot of my life it was just like i just have to go to college get a jo- good job make money and I saw web as the way to do that because I work college prep school. And one of the things that I was really drawn to was the whole like when you're in high school, you get your own college counselor. We kind of take you through the process. We do it for you. And yeah. being a first generation college student, nobody knew how to do that in my family. I didn't know. My parents didn't know. Like nobody knew how any of that worked. Yeah. And so I was like, okay, this is how I do that. This is how I become that like success story that like starts out working class and becomes like middle class this no because balling like, like no i literally didn't didn't want to be balling i just wanted to be able to afford food i definitely like not have to look at prices when i grocery shop that's still my my only goal in life yeah i definitely at one point really wanted to be super wealthy i remember not like even billionaire but definitely millionaire because i knew i was like as a millionaire and you'll just be so safe like i and I think especially what became very similar to you that school became a single focus like to a very unhealthy point. Like I that's all I thought about. That's all I could focus on. And because stability was just so key. It was just like I need to have that stable life. And exactly. And my mom, I don't think necessarily I she wanted us to go to school or something. But I feel like she didn't put too much pressure on that. She said like, oh, I kind of did. And I was like, no, I I. She could have been like, you're going to college. But I think she put it more as a choice. You could go to college. You got to get a fucking job. But you got to get out of this house. Like, she posted as that, which I was like, I respect. And I always thought, especially after, you know, the financial crisis, when we turned from, like, being middle class to working class. And she, her life just went down. Like, it was like she lost her business. She um couldn't afford our house anymore you know we were struggling we had to go on food stamps it was just like I saw all this instability and what it would do and I realized and I said to myself I can't this can't be my life my life cannot be like my mom's which is sad but it was just like I knew it couldn't be like that and so I remember talking to our um the school counselor like sorry to send so many times with the fact like I cannot be poor I cannot be and she was like you'll always have a place to stay it was like will I is that so certain like really and I don't even know if she actually knew the full extent honestly if the how bad it actually really got because I was like no even like I was like I know I probably won't be homeless because I have people who are wealthy who are connected to me but that's I realized that's the only reason why I'm not homeless and when you think about that, I was like, no, that's part of the reason why. Like, my mom could ask people for money. That we were never homeless? That's scary. Because you realize, what if they're not part of the picture anymore? What if for some reason, then you're um, you're going to be homeless? And so she was like, no, you'll always have somewhere to stay. And I was like, I always thought, like, no, that's just not guaranteed anymore. Um, it was at one point, and I felt that secure. But, and so I, I think that was really the mentality I was going into web of just like I have to succeed I have to be the best I have to do this because be the best I need to get in the best schools I need to get the, so I can be in the best circumstance to get more money for scholarships because I won't be able to pay for it like it all kept 
building off of each other and it was completely unhealthy to be just put that much stress on you like every day because every day that's what I was coming when people I feel like there were always people who would tell me I walk with a purpose at school like I would just be like walking straight and like would not look at anyone be like I have somewhere to go I have places to be and it was because like no I have a purpose like I gotta be in this place I gotta ask this teacher this question I gotta get an A on this test like it was always like gotta go gotta go gotta go and never actually taking time to be like are you happy? <laughs> I definitely wasn't. But yeah. Um, so yeah, I think we could talk about a little bit. So what, we've talked about this before, about how being working class made you feel. And I mean, like going to web, especially mm-hmm. you're going with people in Knoxville who have money to just throw away. I mean... I I think I didn't know rich people or even yep. middle class people growing up. Uh, my entire family, like, I grew up working class. My parents grew up working class. Their parents grew up working class. We were always just kind of like the highest we ever were was lower middle. Yeah. Um, and that's anybody in my family. There were a lot of people in my family who were straight up in poverty. Like, so for me it was a completely different world than I had ever seen before. And it made me realize how much money we didn't have. Cause I had never really seen myself yeah. as poor mm-hmm. until I went to web. And, and it was a weird kind of experience to realize that. Cause I remember the entire time there thinking and having a weird kind of existential crisis about how come i get to have this yeah like why me you know like other kids deserve to you know just like it's basically just a decent education and there are ways it was kind of extreme with like the work load and all of that but at the end of the day without web we wouldn't know how to write essays like the right way there are so many people i've met who went to public school and college who did not know how to like formulate an essay um, yeah it's just basic shit like that that i was like why do we have to pay so much for this like why don't you just get this yeah definitely and just having like throughout my entire time they're having these crises be like what makes me different from other people that i get to have this and other people don't because i know i never had that because i feel like most kids at web they're like they're used to that level of privilege yeah whereas i wasn't because there were so many like there were very smart people in my family like actual geniuses who would never have that kind of education who were smarter than me and i'm like it just didn't make sense to me no definitely I think I came with web, especially, I definitely did not like even seeming poor. Mm-hmm. That was definitely something I struggled with it's while, secret. yeah, it's like a little secret. You don't want anyone, which is why actually, and I don't know if you remember why you and Natalie were never invited to my house the first year or two we knew each other. Never were. Not and even freshman year that I'd it, ever come to your house. Yeah. And it was... And honestly, honestly, the house actually, I think, exudes more wealth than actually poverty, which was very interesting that I still didn't want you to see it, but the area did not exude yeah. wealth. It 
showed poverty your house was nicer than mine no which was interesting right like i realize now like how crazy that idea was like the house but i knew the neighborhood mm-hmm. east knoxville has a stigma right so i knew that so i did not want people from web to ever see that even though if you had gone to my house and be like oh maybe she's more wealthy than i thought like you know because <laughs> that was my thing i was like you were talking about you were being poor look at your house girl because like for me like i knew east Knoxville had that like kind of image but like i didn't really give a shit because yeah. i was like i mean like you were just chelsea and at the end of the day i think you were my only friend that was in a relatively similar financial situation that i was yeah it's more similar than like anyone else that was that i knew yeah so i was like i really didn't care no yeah but it was like that's how much i cared was just like i could not let someone see my poverty i wanted to be a secret Mm -hmm. so much so that like even will boyd had no idea my poverty like and i definitely think i was really close with will our first three years i remember i were like besties i miss him actually um but yeah will and i were like best friends even at points people thought we were dating but we were never and now he's gay so like it's really a joke on everyone but we were never dating but it was always interesting that i never let him come over i never talked about my poverty with will like ever with him and i remember later talking about it when we were like less close Mm -hmm. and like senior year or something and i just told him like yeah so like at one point i was on food stamps and they would only give us 200 a month and we had to live off that for a month Mm -hmm. while i was going to web right so i just never wanted to show it and that was something that i had to deal with but that made that's very isolating if you're going at it by yourself if no one knows what you're going through then who are you going to talk to about it? Which is actually one of the reasons why I think my mom and I really got close in eighth grade and ninth mm-hmm. grade is because she was the only person who knew who was experiencing it as well. And so I felt comfortable about talking with, <laughs> to, her, to her about it and about our poverty. And we would have conversations about it like all the time, actually. But I remember actually this was really when conflict with my mother. And I've, I'm not going to talk too much in detail about like my mom's and my business, but like we started to have a lot of severe conflict because she had this fear I'd become like those kids. Yeah. Um, and I think she also had a lot of issues with, because she was a stay-at-home mom. My dad didn't let her have a job. Give him a great household. Um, and so she would be like, okay, I'm going to try to get involved because I think my first year or two there, I was actually really like, I loved that school. Yeah. Um. And she wanted, she went to a couple meetings and stuff. And I think she had an issue where she just did not relate to any of the other parents there. Yeah. Cause I mean, it's one thing to be a rich housewife. Another thing to be like a working class housewife. It was just like an interesting, yeah. Um, that's really interesting that she was, I always thought that was intriguing about your circumstance. Cause I was like, wait, why would she work if you're both working class? But I always thought that was interesting that she was like a stay at home mom. She should have worked um my dad literally told her not to yeah so that's like a whole other but i always thought that actually was very intriguing about your family life actually mm-hmm. um because my mom has always worked and i thought that was interesting that i you know said. i've like come to revelations last like two years of my life I was like we could have been like middle class if my dad had let my mom have a job but yeah like we could have been legit middle class and i'm a little salty about it yeah but the feeling your mom experienced at yeah. meetings uh, my mom didn't really 
go to meetings very often she had to work and so she couldn't do that but when she was around other web moms she also felt the same way Mm -hmm. and not that she told me not to be like them or anything or was had that real concern i think she had that concern a little bit but i was like mom when i go home i get humbled so no worries (laughs) and uh, but i the one of the few people she did relate with for some reason was natalie's parents and so oh, the woods we we miss them god I, why do i miss those family dinners for? <laughs> um i was at their house way too much for dinner and but she really did like them and they liked her and it was a very interesting they were never a close close but it was mm-hmm. definitely like oh i trust these people with my kid they're not bad people they really care about her well-being and so this is fine and I actually genuinely did think they very much cared about my well-being. I never doubted that, actually. And I knew if I, like, I genuinely needed something and my mom was available, I probably could ask Natalie's mom. And I knew that. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, she also felt the same way that she did, could not relate with them. Also, that they weren't as welcoming or they were very fake oh nice, God. which is very, was so much a thing with uh, William's parents. so funny. I mean, remember when, like, web mom was basically a school meme. Like, we'd always talk about the web mom types. Yes. You remember there was one senior day or something that people, senior week, that they were trying to dress as web moms? Yes. And then people got mad, and so they, we didn't do it. And I was just like... Like, <laughs> it, like this was a whole campus-wide joke. Because like, it's you, so like, bad. Like, we have Karens today. Like, that was the web, web mom. moms. Yeah. They were so bad. Web moms we always, always cause... one of them on the tennis court. Yeah. We'd be sitting there like, pre-calculus. Look at those web moms yeah also it was like like noon exactly kids school it was really weird also because i really wanted like natalie's mom to stop doing it i was like natalie's mom (laughs) you're not a wet mom stop being a wet mom like you know what i mean (laughs) i was like stop (laughs) um but she was also like stay at home so she she could need something to do so i understood but like the other web moms were atrocious um they would always call shit like i feel like more drama was caused by like web moms than like the students and then it would like but go down to the students and then that would just make drama that was unnecessary Mm -hmm. and man if web moms did not like a teacher or honestly web parents but especially web moms oh that teacher was out oh yeah it would not take long it happened multiple times yeah like i remember no buckley did do something no okay he did something to honestly get like you have to leave before the end of the year that mm-hmm. I thought was like, okay, that's legitimate to do that. But he wasn't going to get like his renewed anyway, like at the end of that term. So, and everyone was like, he's about prof. I was like, he's not amazing, but dude, I've had like, that's not a bad teacher. You don't know a bad teacher. If you think mm-hmm. that's him. Yeah. And, but I was like, it was because none of the students liked him. That means none of the web moms liked him. That means you're going to go which is crazy you're just like private schools are wild it's also i think coming from a private school in like eighth grade through high school going to Mm -hmm. one in college a lot of the public school alums were like shocked that you had basically two worlds were like oh yeah professors and students are great or professors are great whatever but the admin the fucking administration because i remember having this kind of like conflict where like i really like my teachers i have good friends like, I have good experience from Web, but oh my god, that Ooh. board. The board, but also... The board and the president we got towards the end of it, I was like, I hate these people. They're I mis- cannot stand them. Yeah. And I have the same issue with Agnes. Same. Except now I'm like an older, more mature person. I'm like, 
I can say I actually do enjoy my college experience and I can recognize that the Agnes I know is different from like the what the board wants and what the president wants from Agnes. I'm like, yeah, um, that's definitely right. I also I think, oh my gosh, going to a private school and also being a person of color, because that's what we we're both oh, yeah. are. Me and Keely used to joke that there were only three quarters of a Mexican in the um class because she was a quarter and i'm only half yeah we were like the especially after thomas left we were like the only latinx people yeah in our grade and then after i think like our sophomore year when that senior class graduated the amount of black people diminished because there were so many black people in that senior class there were and so and even now there's like yeah they've done worse with black people because they can't retain black people because we see right well you guys see right through it it's something with like any there is there's never been a big like latino population on that campus yeah probably Probably never never will be be. Um, or asian okay so wait no like i'll distinguish there won't be chinese or um korean Mm -hmm. or like that degree of Asian there shit ton of Indian people on that campus but like there won't but there's also like a very distinct like Indian population mm-hmm. in Knoxville which yeah. is very intriguing but there will never be like Lucy how many Chinese how but many she was also adopted by white people exactly but but it was just kind of crazy of like I think there's maybe five in the high school when we were mm-hmm. there and I was just like that's really bad like yeah, because it honestly felt like they already weren't good with black people, mm-hmm. but at least their black people number were, like, better than, like, Latinx or, like, Asian. Yeah, they like, no Latinos there. there yeah. There were none of us. But well, there were a few, but not many. No, I remember my senior year, yeah, there was a freshman um, guy who was black on our cross-country team, mm-hmm. and he was once such a good runner, but he... Part of the reason why he ended up leaving, he did not stay past his freshman year. I think also, like, his dad was moving, so he decided to just go with. But a part of it was, like, he couldn't afford it anymore. Mm -hmm. Which I feel like every person of color who is not wealthy. Now, there are wealthy people of color at Williams, actually. Especially, like, the Indian population. Like, I try to think. I don't think many of them were not wealthy. Yeah. I think most of them were. Um, But the black population, there was a distinct, like, there were the people who were less wealthy and then like the more wealthy black people and the people who were less wealthy were black. I feel like every single one had a moment where they contemplated, should I be here? Cause mm-hmm. I can't afford it anymore. Like I can't even try to make it work anymore. And he had that moment. So he decided like, I just won't come back. And I was just like, yeah, what are you doing? He's great in every way. <laughs> why are you not putting more effort to keep these people? Cause even I went and I feel like honestly, the only what? reason why became more worried about their bottom line i mean definitely the end of our timeline which is just crazy because you act like you're struggling they're not you're not but like and that's an issue with the board because the board got what they wanted in the president and that was someone who would basically bend to their conservative whims especially fiscally conservative um because when i started this is like the lgbt population i guess we'll move on to there um Mm -hmm. Webb low-key had almost a secret image of being, like, not homophobic, especially for, like, a Tennessee school. 
Um, except on the down low, high key, they were. Because the board did not want a GSA. Yeah. Uh, and up until my freshman year, they didn't have one. Because basically what happened was the president, Hutchinson, before the black person came through, um, told the board was like, if we can't have a GSA, you can't have FCA, which is the Fellowship of Christian Athletes, because we're not a Christian school. Um, and there's no point. If you can have one, you can't have the other. Yeah. And so we got one. And over the course of my time, they were kind of worked as like making like a presence and like establishing stuff. But they were still very conservative with us. Like we weren't allowed to do certain things that other clubs were allowed to do, like make announcements and whatnot. Wait, what? Yeah. My Did freshman I? year, we weren't I don't think to you ever told me that. I don't think I knew that, honestly. Well, I wasn't, like, part of the, like, leadership on it, so I wasn't too into it, but we weren't allowed. That's why we never did, and that's why they always had emails, like, only. Wait, but did, oh, so was that only allowed your freshman year? Because mm-hmm. I thought you guys always made an Freshman year, that was the only year it was there. After that, they let us. Okay. More. That's what I thought. I was like, didn't you guys make an anna- announcement um, about the Katie Graham stuff? <laughs> yeah, but that was after that. Yeah. But basically, we did eventually, and I think it's it's still there. But still even being there like most people who i know are queer now and i kind of knew then we didn't talk about it not with each other most of the time and definitely not with anybody else it was interesting because i actually knew someone on my cross-country team who was gay Mm -hmm. and he did not make a secret about it he was just like whatever i am and honestly thought that was intriguing Mm because like still trying to get rid of that homophobia of me at that point but he was very interesting and i thought just sometimes what people would say around was not it was like you know that it was light homophobic yeah yeah and i just even then i i just didn't understand and i just realized wow that must have been incredibly hard it was reese do you remember him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. honestly (laughs) reese we would be like yeah he was amazing i I actually ah i forgot where he went but he was great christoph book was i did violin with a movie like friends yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. that was some. yeah but, like it's not like friend? you know no one ever did like a gay chapel talk while we were there or anything like that like there are people who would do like oh yeah i'm a person of color i'm indian i'm black or whatever i can do a top chapel talk about that no one was up there being like i'm gay no like that would never happen because like because even talking about racial issues is like controversial at that school so if you're going to talk about imagine being like hey homophobic bitches <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> right like that's even harder because like it's so because yeah it may not be a religious school but it is a religious school you yeah. know what i mean because everyone of course like we're in the bible belt like come on it was almost like like you were allowed to be gay there but you weren't allowed to really talk about it yeah and like i would I mean, not us about myself but i remember being in journalism talking about leela alcorn i did an article about her and talking about that situation and when she had like committed suicide and whatnot and that was years ago and probably people listen to this who like have no idea what that situation was um but it's like you would still have to like read the journal to do that it's not like people are up there like really talking about it yeah and i've been hearing that recently things they're starting to be a little bit more strict on the gsa but i i still need to talk to miss ratcliffe about that because she would know more and if what I heard was true, I'm going to be very upset. I just don't understand. I mean, we've talked about this always, and I understand, but I also don't. Like, why do you care? Like, let it go. Like, Well, because it's a private school, and they have a certain image to obtain in a certain community that has a certain standard. I just think if you were more... And I think that's probably why 
they don't have more black people they don't have more lgbtq people there because people know you're not right we know it's fake we know it's fake and so that's the problem that people are now facing it's just that it's fake and that's why you can't get more people but mm-hmm. i think that would open up dude there's a shit ton of gay people in knoxville that would probably be more okay with sending their kids to your school mm-hmm. if they knew that you would actually protect their kids right yeah. come on knoxville's not the poorest freaking city there's also, a bunch of like, rich people here there are also a lot of gay people here yeah um like low-key i feel like people don't understand like knoxville when it comes to the state of tennessee is like the place to be if you're lgbt not saying it's like the best place to be generally but like, yeah. if you're in the state you're doing pretty good if you're gay in knoxville because you know people are homophobic but i feel like like with racism you mm-hmm. won't find a crap ton of people who would be so outwardly about it yeah. right like you'll know you don't necessarily have to fear for your life exactly like you know oh that person hates me because of this reason but they're not gonna call me the n-word <laughs> like you know what i mean but you know that and that's yeah. where you stay <laughs> like we're not new york city but you know we're not the worst exactly especially when a southern city like it could be worse it definitely could be that's knox's new model it could be worse <laughs> i mean that's why people live here i feel like it could be worse like that's why i'm like have at any point contemplated staying after college for a little bit i'm like you know could be worse yeah (laughs) like i can go to grad school here and then move you know yeah um so i guess next is like talking about a little bit how Mm, what Williams did I mean Williams because Williams and Webb are the <laughs> same for me Williams. yeah and honestly I picked the same which is funny I clearly didn't hate Webb enough then because then I picked the same school for college See, I just think you thought oh it's north it'll be different no, no no I thought um being a and actually the campus is not like ton of ton diverse mm-hmm. but it's better than Webb okay so I, but that, that's that's a very low bar I know, so I was hoping at least cheap that, but it didn't. So clearly, I played myself because <laughs> I feel like there's more crazy shit that happens <laughs> at that school. Um, yeah, like why was it becoming a thing that people kept writing the N word on a bunch of shit at our school? Yeah, so Williams and Webb to me sometimes the, cr- the cross because they're like the same. But how with Webb, the discussion around mental health and the resources for it trash non-existent really they would have to address the fact that they cause our problems exactly would have to because it's like like you are the reason i don't sleep dude i remember um i won't say her name but there i remember actually my junior year which is like trash year mm-hmm. at um web for most people if you decide not to kill yourself like you're fine but <laughs> most people do because they're worried about colleges and everything when they're applying and so this one girl who ended up being like top of our class mm-hmm. said and i was listening she was saying to her friend that oh i only got four hours of sleep last night it's and like a contest almost yes exactly like it, who has it worse who has it worse honestly to be fair it was pretty bad <laughs> i'm taking x amount of ap's i spent x amount of time on homework at these extracurriculars it was like it was such a competitive environment no exactly because and what was interesting it's like once you got into the like if you were part of the ap type of people who everyone was taking a bunch of Mm -hmm. ap's there was also a level of camaraderie with it because you were just like we know all of our lives suck ass right Mm -hmm. now (laughs) i remember people 
would think of me as like the sane voice of reason even though i was still like dying on the inside because i only took like three ap's in one year instead of like six i was like no i'm still dying i'm just not dead dead you know i was definitely dead junior year that was uh what a rough year i remember senior year you did it again even though we told you not to but it was interesting that i don't think that's what was stressing me out senior year it was really like the college thing was just like i was really stressed about the financial aid thing i think that's when like being poor Mm -hmm. reared its head again like i think there was times like but our fall semester senior year i was losing it because i was like what if i can't get into these schools what Mm -hmm. if i don't get the financial aid i need and what will that do how will i will i go into debt like i was really afraid of going into huge amounts of debt from college yeah i do remember that and i am in debt um but like for me because i knew i would get into all the schools i applied to that wasn't the issue yeah for me it was money because like i wanted to go to agnes i was like this is the only school i want to go to yeah like the only actual school i feel like connected to that i really want to be at all the other ones i'll be fine but like i wanted to go this one yeah they just have to give me money no yeah i remember actually um thinking about it later because i was like how can she decide to go to school that's she's gonna recruit at and i remember thinking i just don't understand because i i mean i made the exact opposite right so mm-hmm. we i, I could have gone to school and not accrued debt and there's sometimes i have moments where i think about i could have done that but i probably still would have accrued debt i'm not gonna lie um Somehow. but <laughs> but i want to say like i genuinely was like god she made the better choice i, I think about that now like yeah. a lot because I chose money over being happy. And I knew one choice would make me happy. Like, I knew Ohio Wesleyan. Mm-hmm. No matter what would have happened, maybe I would have been upset about other stuff. But I knew going in, I'm going to love that team. Mm-hmm. And that team will support me. I think you would have genuinely liked I was... Because I remember when you were making your decision between Williams and Ohio. Psychology the night I got back. I for sure thought you were going for Ohio just how you were talking about it I and it. i remember and i kind of wish i'd done this because i don't want to be the person that's like go to this school because i don't want to tell you how to live your life but i, I wish you had i wanted to say go to ohio i and i'm gonna need you to do that this time around with this law school thing oh no i will because because uh. I, I remember you're like i'm going to williams and i'm like okay that's a choice but like i guess i support you <laughs> I, I, I guess honest to god if i didn't think you were already gonna if i didn't think you were already leaning towards ohio i probably would have told you go to ohio yeah because oh it was such also with this podcast don't and i think i'm learning more and more don't make decisions about money because like even though it will get you in mm-hmm. some ways and like yeah because i went to williams i would go abroad and had a nice program so it wasn't entirely bad but mm-hmm. I spent a lot of times really hating it there and yeah. just being really sad. And I remember I spent my freshman year crying crap ton but over like, the team. And so, because I, I loved Ohio Wesleyan and mm-hmm. I made that decision thinking I just don't want, because, but I still had the mentality that Williams, a web had given me, mm-hmm. right? Or that I, yeah, that I came that to like web more having. prestigious is better, just automatically. Actually, that didn't matter to me more. That wasn't the part. No, it was that you cannot be like your mom. Yeah. It was the student debt thing. And even now, it still scares me. Like, I know I'm going to have to get into debt for law school. Foregone conclusion. There's no way I don't, right? Um, Just because my grades are not enough to get full Mm -hmm. rides. And I I know that. And so, and it terrifies me. 
because I see what student loan has done to her. Mm -hmm. So that scares me of being in that situation. And so at that point, it's like even more than now, it terrified Mm -hmm. me to be in any amount of debt. And I think that's valid. And that's a bigger issue with like our higher education system. Yeah. Where like you're putting people in a position where like, do I choose where I'm going to be happy or do I choose where I'm not going to be like in tens of thousands of dollars of debt? And I made obviously the decision to go into debt because I knew I'd be happier at the school. Yeah. Um... And that is a choice that, like, sometimes I'm like, maybe I shouldn't have done that. Yeah. So I think either way, you would still be in position of, should I have done something else? Yeah. I just think now myself is, and that's why I'm going to law school. Mm-hmm. I think being happier means more. In the long yeah. run. Like, in the short run, maybe maybe I am better off for it. In the short run. Of doing, of not ha- making, getting debt, of going to this school, whatever. Maybe in the short run. But in the long run, God. Because I ended up having similar problems to what I had at Web, right? Like, I just, I feel like in the last year, if I really started, like, really dealing with those issues and getting better at it, mm-hmm. of dealing with my anxiety. But it's just like, no, my freshman year, I was, I, was, I cried in front of too many professors yeah. my freshman year. And because of the anxiety, and I've had multiple therapists at that school be like, dude you talk shit to yourself <laughs> and i, I was like oh. <laughs> yeah. i mean also because i almost applied to american and george washington universities <sighs> which are basically webs dodged like, a bullet you just I don't know really did. <laughs> no i did know because i toured both of those schools and i remember at both of them having this weird i mean george washington i kind of knew when i toured i wouldn't i didn't want to be there i didn't really like it i didn't like the vibe um i didn't really connect with the people and at American, I remember thinking how much it reminded me of Web. I'd be like, yes, I feel like I can picture myself here and being okay. Yeah. But I think when I went home and I thought about it, I was applying to Agnes all these other places, I kept putting off those applications. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, I remember thinking I'm not going to apply to these schools until I hear back from Agnes and what kind of money they're going to give me. Because I don't think I want to go to another web. And that was a very distinct decision for me to say, I can't do another four years of this. Like, it probably would kill me to do another four years of web. Because I was already a little bit dead on the inside. Yeah. I think what I thought, it's not that I, I didn't hate web, which is what I thought. And I made the mistake a lot of people like me make picking their college, actually. Mm-hmm. Like, I know now people who did similar things that I did went to elite colleges like at mm-hmm. the end of web and you burn out so fast burn out like a bunch of them burned out a bunch of them end up hating their experience and i made the same mistake because i thought that's why i came to the school for mm-hmm. right also like yeah that's why i came to school to go to a freaking elite college like i made a decision i went to school just to get into college honestly <laughs> like period yeah like get into college that was the only thing i needed i didn't care which <laughs> college just as long as it was a college <laughs> But, um, I at least knew myself well enough to not even, actually, I, I ended up doing it. I applied to, like, an Ivy of the South Vanderbilt, um, but I knew better mm-hmm. to not apply to an Ivy, at least myself to not really apply to an Ivy, because I, I really would have hated my life then, um, if I had gotten in somehow. So, yeah, I just think, yeah, Webb doesn't want to deal with the emotional things they put us through Mm -hmm. and also it's just accepted right it's accepted that 
I remember in finals or midterm mm-hmm. week that you were going to die. Yeah. That it was just accepted. And I thought, no, you should not have that much work. Also, mm-hmm. how did I go to a school that's even worse than that? Like our midterms and final season, people legit just stay in the 24-hour room and don't like, they're like, um, people ask, did you shower? And they're like, I haven't been in my dorm yet. I love finals at my school because it's self-scheduled. So I decided when I'm going to do it. Yeah. As long, because they're like, here are the days and the times you can do it. Pick one, or however many exams. Pick however many you have to do. It's great. I think honestly, I I think Williams, I should have done this actually, but I'm, I really want to push for people after me to really go for that. Like, cause it's there's no point in doing it the way we do it. Self scheduled exams are phenomenal. I cannot imagine yeah having scheduled like set exams yeah i mean some of my profs have actually done self-schedule and you're right it lets you could it also alleviates a lot of the stress mm-hmm. honestly because you're you like pick which ones to prioritize it's not like you have to do this by this point yeah and also i loved it i actually think i've done probably the best on my self-scheduled um well, yeah because again i don't know what it's like to have just like set exams <laughs> but like for me I remember just like studying for certain things because I always save the hardest for last because it allows me to take the most time for it. Because um, then I can just get the easiest stuff out of the way, just do it, and then do like the biggest exams last. Um, and I'm like, if I imagine just like being like, yeah, you're doing this the first day of exams, good luck. I would die. <laughs> it's, it's a little crazy. Um, also, just trust the people. Because even at Agnes, it's not like, you know, it's not like there's like a set place. You're not even allowed to have, like, a fucking umbrella inside the building while you're taking exams. Like, they're still pretty strict about it. It's just you choose which one you're taking whatever time. No, they're still strict about ours, too. Like, we have to be in this uh, building. Um, and you can only go to classrooms in this mm-hmm. building. And, yeah. I mean, logically, I you still could cheat. But I'm like, dude, if you're going to cheat, like, mm-hmm. who cares? Like, I just, especially a lot of the exams, though. Like, if you're a humanities person, but you can't cheat like what are you doing we're just like i guess on the parts where it's like id questions because sometimes i have that with my humanities classes but you can't cheat on the essay part like Mm -hmm. so whatever (laughs) like who cares but one of my professors like did that because he was like it's better for me and he was like is it better for you guys and we're like hell yeah Yeah. thank you for doing the self-schedule it probably is easier for professors because our professors don't have to be there at all exactly he doesn't have to be there and i remember he had to pick drop off the envelopes and pick up the exams by the end of it that's it exactly and i remember he also did not stay in williamstown so it was like (laughs) wild he did not live there i think he lived in a lot of people actually live in um some professors live Mm in um new york and we're three hours from new york so that's so funny but they only so they have some living space that they can be in in williamstown but they only stay for like the monday tuesday wednesday Mm -hmm. and then they leave and go back to new york because they don't want to be in williamstown like so i don't either <laughs> like take me with you <laughs> so but yeah um i hope we started talking about college but i feel like my college is very similar to web and the fact that yeah no one recognizes the stress it's normalized and that's bad because i remember one time one of my friends was saying in college that oh you you critique how they deal with mm-hmm. mental health but they have so many mental like therapists and i was yeah. like how would you fix the problem of people having going batshit crazy Mm -hmm. than just having more therapists 
right like yeah. i was like yeah having therapists is good and i think we should have that but the fact that so many of the people school have to go for anxiety mm-hmm. it's insane you shouldn't have that many people so also i think they do pick a certain type of person mm-hmm. to go to so i'm like partly it's williams but also it's partly like those are the type of people they pick to come to mm-hmm. the school but and the same thing with web like web didn't take it seriously it was only one counselor mm-hmm. for all no. the high school kids there should have at least been two or three and then even then because i know there are multiple people at web going to a therapist like let's yeah. be honest and they didn't deal with that and that was my problem because with private schools they expect you to handle it yourself outside like they don't expect you to be using a counselor Mm-hmm. they don't expect that resource to really be used and so they push all the costs onto you of dealing with things especially oh this used to be my pet peeve of being on the cross-country and track team mm-hmm. why did these bitches change their shorts each season because <laughs> they just assume you'll pay for it i mean we had to like we had to pay for it and so each season i and at that point okay yes now i see like Nike, i would pay a lot of money for nike shorts because mm-hmm. i like nike and i'm a runner and i have the money so i'll do it but at that point we're struggling to have money for gas mm-hmm. bitch i don't have money to buy like a 35 40 dollar pair of shorts. shorts i don't have it and they would do that each time they would change it and if you're on a cross country and track team um especially cross country you always have the same uniform mm-hmm. so i had to get it there wasn't an option though sometimes i sometimes they covered it for me because browdy knew that i didn't have the money um i think one or two times he covered it he was just like just buy it at the bookstore and i'll like forgive it but that was crazy <laughs> like what that shouldn't be a part of it just stick mm-hmm. with the freaking shorts they weren't bad shorts that always would kill me oh, i thought i was wearing it right now because i'm like am i wearing those shorts right now no but i still have them of course but yeah like it was just like they expect you to take on the cost and if they add an extra cost like because the tuition keeps going up to insane amount of money and i'm like i love these teachers but no and honestly i don't think the money's really going into them it's going to like the buildings and stuff like that so the tuition keeps going up you're just like why for what because i remember we got an email for alums and they sent (laughs) us that they were changing the upper school again and i was just like why Why? you literally changed it like four or five years ago or something actually it's probably longer but it was like a huge transformation because you remember they knocked down that wall and it became seating area though actually i love that seating area i'm not gonna lie that was a really nice seating area but i'll do it again yeah like why are you making other developments like it's a fine upper school like when people come they're like shit this is nice exactly it's nice Mm -hmm. you don't need to improve it like don't improve it for another um i don't know at least 10 years or something like it's fine unless there's like maintenance things like oh leaks or whatever like like no major remodels exactly and there was a re- major i love i think they got like a starbucks or coffee place they there. got a coffee place and i was just like that's unnecessary <laughs> <laughs> like we already have the bookstore just put like a coffee thing there exactly at the end of the day like. but didn't you love that guy who did the bookstore he just yes. did not give a fuck he didn't it give was a so- fuck about any of us well we were doing he was just like oh hey you're here yeah so, which is so funny i yeah i like the young guy he ended up being yeah he was so chill um and i barely went in there when we were in upper school upper school but it was such a big part of like our middle school mm-hmm. life like going to the bookstore yeah. for some reason we hung out in the library a lot God, sophomore year that was and such they, like a- knocked out like half the goddamn library and we lost that spot 
we were like shook we we're like what, what do we do shook we used to like joke be like oh you know we have like eight extra places for food but you know who needs a library <laughs> Literally, like half the goddamn library is knocked out yeah half the library i mean it was crazy because i did understand that like there was just not enough seating like there wasn't th- but but it didn't honestly add i feel like the amount to knock it down honestly no. but it was funny because i feel like later on we would try to sit and s- we sat in like similar place that we would have been in the library yeah, we, <laughs> we were just like this is library. where we are just now in the cafeteria <laughs> or actually no the spartan bistro I don't understand what. <laughs> um, but yeah, and so also, yeah, I think that was a problem I really did have at Web. It was just the flagrant amount of like throwing money away and wow. not not doing do we really need this? And this is where the money should go. Mm-hmm. Right? Like maybe not get a coffee place, maybe get more counselors. Wow. Like maybe or do- up your financial aid. Exactly. Why are you wasting money? When, oh, complaining about, because Miranda and I were talking about earlier, that someone, w- we need to help buy our prom dresses because we want to go to prom. Mm-hmm. Or not even dress, we want to help we dress, literally, but, what, but also the tickets. What I was asking them, or what we were like, being like, hey, can you waive the amount for like, basically just admission into prom? Yeah, exactly. That's it. And we, they said we should be allowed to do that. And she like makes this whole thing where she's like, you know... We can't just do this to everybody, la, la, la. And let's be clear. This was the first year seniors had to pay to go to prom at Web. We were seniors. So, and there was probably one to look this lady in the face and be like, bitch, you've never charged us. You might be new here, but, like, we're not stupid. Exactly. Also, it's prom. Like, why are you making a big deal out of it? Also, you need to make the tickets, like, hella cheap. Like, I forgot mm-hmm. what they were, but they weren't, like, make them, like, 10 bucks. They weren't. They were, like, I forgot they were i also don't remember but it was like big enough and to be fair it c- they could have been 50 and that was too much for my mom mm-hmm. do you know what i mean like no, that's valid it was also too much for me so it was just like but i feel like it was exor it was high but it also wasn't super high so it was like you can afford to like wave two people's yeah prom feet like you can afford to do that i forgot what ended up happening i don't feel like we ended up paying it though like no the fees were definitely dropped but like she like basically went on a lecture about like you know we could do that but like and it was i don't even remember exactly what happened i just know she was like really like patronizing about it exactly like, we literally are just asking you to waive one fee and yeah i remember looking at you that like can all. we get up can we leave like but also i feel like me now would be like i'm gonna get up and leave right now because i'm even not listening to this bullshit i wonder if she's still there no i actually know that now um now it's better i don't know Really I think she was better than Miss Smith, uh, but like the first Miss Smith, not the second Miss Smith, bad one. But you remember her assistant, the assistant that was mm-hmm. with both. She's oh, the I person. Loved her. She's the person who is ahead of it. At least she as of like a year or two, like she's the person. I loved her. She was great. Um, you no, know, so I thought I was like at least came better. But the problem is, is like she can only do so much because mm-hmm. you're underworked, Brian. Exactly. Like Susan Smith knew my name. She exactly me. she knew my name she, she gave a shit assistant. also they cared if like because my sometimes my mom they cared about us i think my mom forgot to pay one time and she actually did have the money mm-hmm. it wasn't like a problem but miss smith was like is everything okay like do you mm-hmm. like do you need help like wh- what's going on we like basically always 
paid late the second semester or something like that. Yeah, we always and like it was late. something Miss Smith always knew, and like it was one of those things where she was like, as long as we get it by the end of the year, it doesn't matter. Yeah, and like it was always fine. And of course, we sh- they would always fucking get the money. It did not matter. They never worried about it until yeah. the new person. Yeah, exactly. They did that with my mom, and my mom was funny. Is like we took a while, I think, to pay my junior year. Mm-hmm. But then we didn't, which was hilarious. We ended up never paying the senior year because um, Natalie's mom was like, mm-hmm. you're getting that diploma. And they're yeah. going to now. I feel like <laughs> Natalie's mom. It was so funny. I was like, wow, Natalie's mom went Karen mode for me. And it yeah. was nice. I felt so good. I was like, mm. um, you got your diploma. I got it. And I, I, I threw it to the side. Like, I, it's not even hanged up. It's just like it's still in its like it's container and it's there. And I was just like, fuck that place and but she got it and she was like and now they put you through this shit you're not even gonna pay that tuition you're yeah. not paying it damn you're not paying it now because like at that point what was funny is like we were gonna pay it back but we were gonna mm-hmm. have to do payments and we just we didn't have it like and we honestly weren't really gonna have it for a while <laughs> and so she was like no no no, you're not, not even gonna pay it <laughs> <laughs> after that shit nope <laughs> because they did ruin my graduation fuck that they yeah. ruined that moment and i i hate that that it ruined that by mm-hmm. not getting it that day but whatever um okay so we can pick this up but we are almost yeah. at an hour and my software hates when i okay. go beyond a certain time so. yeah so we were gonna so this episode was mostly just about us talking about our private school experience and what i did is like psychologically how that impacted us and our choices mm-hmm. literally for college. Cause I think they actually greatly impacted what both of us, yeah. our decision we made. Um, so next episode, we will actually talk about theory more in ways and still talk about our experiences. Cause I feel like theory lines up honestly yeah. with why we feel the way we do feel about private schools, oh, charter schools. Catch me on a 30 minute rant about human capital theory. Let's go. I honestly don't know what she just said, but yes. Um, so you will know. This is my <laughs> least favorite educational theory: is human capital theory. <laughs> okay, so this is was I'm woke and tired. Mm-hmm. Um, your host Chelsea and Miranda. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.